It's time for another episode of Play Action Pass, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Right, welcome to the Play Action Pass podcast. I'm Matt, your host. I'm joined by the 1A and 1A, Tommy and Rob. How are you guys doing? Oh, you're going to say 1A and 1B. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do well, that to Rob. And Daniel wouldn't be very happy with the 1B. <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking uh, off air about me beating Rob this week, uh, which felt like a bit of a charity job. So I'll say it publicly. Thank you, Rob, for uh, for you know for just pulling back the starters a bit and, and letting me have a win. You just thank Tom Brady. Tom Brady generating all those points in the last drive. Yeah, to be fair, I'm not going to discuss who you two were playing in your lineups because I, I had a quick look and I could not believe the names I saw in there. Um, AJ Dillon. Alan Robinson. Yeah, it was a Davis real, uh, a real, real like you know, top notch uh, of uh, players. It was the uh, bust ball. It was the bust ball <laughs> of the draft. Basically, the players that everyone regrets drafting went head to head this week, and it was the lowest scoring probably in the league. But uh, I'll take the win. We roll on. on a buy. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what, <laughs> what twelve man, twelve man, t- uh, twelve teams, and like you know, ten teams or whatever many teams are on a buy. What do you expect to start? You know, I mean, we play in a good competitive league. You know, I hear on Twitter yeah. all these shallow leagues, all these leagues where they get, you know, they're picking up RB twos off the wire and things. Who's <laughs> <laughs> playing in these leagues? <laughs> I do love those lists of I'll go get these players. Oh and yeah, people. and I think God, oh, absolutely no chance. Usually, looking at your two benches, to be honest, when I'm looking for those players. Yeah. But uh, right, we'll crack on then. Let's uh, let's run through the, the fancy takeaways. We covered the, the Eagles last week, so straight to the Chargers versus the Falcons. Relatively close game, Chargers won it. Um, late on, Cordell Patson's back, doing Cordell Patson stuff. Tony, we'll go to you first on this one. Yeah, good for those who plugged him in straight away, because a lot of people wouldn't have. Um, but the Chargers run defense is not great, so uh, I was going to play Caleb Huntley. Uh, if Patson didn't go as soon as he went, then... Uh, dropped him but yeah the play the algio is really good as well and it looks like it's a clear one two three in that order patterson algio Huntley when when they fit probably as, as, as soon as this week i think the amount of times they run the ball you can play both patterson and algio against the panthers um pass catching side of charges was a bit well i, I was going to say disappointing with herbert but actually you know josh palmer was a good plug and play i think everyone knew that and the only disappointment really was was Gerald Everett really because with with all the absentees uh, we did think that he would come through with a bigger game but he didn't um but yeah well done for those who uh who played Palmer I guess and um DeAndre Carter's getting his targets he, he might be worth a look this week on the wire yeah um Rob anything to add to that no, just uh, yeah it was disappointing for Everett I mean he did have the targets and he had eight targets in the game so I think I was just saying, I just felt sorry for Herbert really. I think he, he looked I thought is that you know he was he was looking back to his sharp best. He was he was picking out players all over the field. It's just he hasn't got the weapons at the moment, so hence the usage and thirty points is not great. But um, you know, uh, I'm I i would not panic to him once he starts getting Allen back when they back thinking strong specifically the playoffs. Um, Pitts 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I left so, him on purpose. Yeah, I, I think. Well, yeah, he's I think cost I've, him I've, another week. He's cost him another week. Yeah, not really. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't expect any big, big games, but I think he had the uh, the air yards. I heard someone on Twitter saying he had over two hundred air yards in this game. So. Well, all he had to do was catch one of them, and you would have yeah. won. He has cost a lot of people. I mean, that, to get Mario seven targets on that one, I don't, you can't believe Pitts. Uh, I mean, Mario. No, Mario the one I thought, I thought one of them. The yeah, you're talking about the big one, but yeah, there was one big. which was about thirty yards. Um, uh, I think that came off Pitts' hands. Uh, but the big one you're talking about was the seventy-yard touchdown. Yeah, um, but it, I mean, one of those goes in, and it's a different game. Yeah, I think you still got to go with him. Oh, of course, yeah, seven, seven targets. I think the. I think Thursday night, like, like we said, it, it either goes two ways. It's a repeat of two weeks ago and it's a complete and utter you know, point fest or it's like what everyone predicted the first time. It's going to be just a bit of a slug and run the ball. But I got a feeling in, in Carolina, it, in a Thursday night turnaround, this just might be throw it all over the park and see what get on. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Moving on to uh, the Dolphins and Chicago. So, Rob, you missed with your uh, tight end start of the week. You certainly didn't miss with your quarterback start of the week. Uh, talk to us about Justin Fields. Yeah, I think I've heard a lot already this week on Twitter about Justin Fields. And, you know, he's taken his place now as a top 10 dynasty quarterback, if not higher. Um, I'll pump the brakes a little bit. I think the, you know, the rushing was there. He's not going to have a game like that probably again this season. Um, I'd be surprised if he rushes for uh, 178 yards again. But, you know, the floor's there. We we, we did say it last week that um, it's probably matchup proof going forward. Um, but again, the weapons are not great. And, and obviously throwing the ball, there's still question marks over his yardage. It wasn't a, it wasn't a big yardage game. And just over 100 yards in passing. So that's not great. Um, but they should improve with Claypool and, and obviously Mooney and Komet come through with a, a decent game and had another touchdown so long term you know you, you you're, you're playing him obviously he's a he's a, he's a I say must start he's a starting quarterback um but yeah just temp, temper the you know put, put the brakes a little bit on these uh, ridiculous forward point games are probably not going to happen all season if you just go to Lamar Jackson he had two early on in the season and hasn't hasn't done anything close to that ever again so yeah it's a it's a good start for the week and then on the Dolphin side you know just got to love just got to love the concentration of targets between the two players, you know, Waddle and Hill. Uh, they're both going to fit. If they stay healthy, they're both going to finish top six, I think. I don't think that's a hot take or anything. I think I mean, Terry Hill's going to probably be the receiver by a country mile. Yeah, Jalone. And Tua, yeah, he's looking good. I mean, still missing the deep throws. He's still a bit short on them, but he's an every week starter for, with those weapons I, I think with Tua I, I was listening to somewhere on, on Dynasty with Tua um, whether you know people should be buying Tua I think the, the danger with Tua is this is probably as good as it's going to get for him um, Tyree Kill will only get you know will only de- get older and decrease in value um, and he's got Waddle so you know they'll have to at some point in a year or two replace Tyree Kill and that, that's easier said than done I think just, it's not a case of just drafting it fast wide receiver you need someone special and I think with two top wide receivers he's, he's at his peak but without without the two you know it could be this could be his best year maybe next year that's it for him as far as he's starting to see, you know, see it. okay Tony step in well, I, not much to add to what he said Fields to a Hill and Waddle can't re-argue with any of them you're playing them every week now um and I think 
Hill's only 28. I think he's 29 this year. I think he's got a couple of years on that contract. So, I, yeah, I'm probably a little bit safer with Tua in Dynasty than Roberto. The biggest thing for me was what I said last week about Jeff Wilson. You know, the, I was absolutely certain this was going to be a split last week when they brought him in and he was training all week. And people are just plugging Mostert in. He was so lucky he got that one yard touchdown. Otherwise, it would have been a horrendous week for Mostert because Wilson looked so much better. Um, and he's the biggest name on the wire this week, without a doubt. Um, and I think he could be a league winner, if I'm honest, in that offense because I just think he's got so much more juice than Mostert. And he looked explosive. Um, I think they've, they, you know, to get that work already in week one, that's a sign of things to come for Jeff Wilson this year and their offense is great so they're going to be in the red zone a lot so I think he's a league winner problem with both of them is that they can't stay healthy can they so be well yeah but you could say that about everyone can you well you can but no, I mean you, you could say it, okay. well you, you've said it for both of them yeah so it's 50 if most of it goes down it's game over isn't it league winner definitely. no there's likely that they both go down at some point because I mean, <laughs> they both, yeah. both never stay healthy for like you know more than 10 games in a season so they're doing well so far we'll see yeah, one, good, one, uh, one, def, one definitely looked better than the other that game. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was Chase Edmonds making most of it look good for, for all that time. Uh, good on those people who kept Jeff Wilson after the, uh, the previous trade activity because I know a lot of people uh, dropped him. Uh, moving on to um, the Panthers versus uh, the Bengals and Bengals smashing out the Panthers here. Uh, Tony will come to you first. Joe Mixon, all of the touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it was coming because he, without Chase um, and the, the fact that they got shown up on live on TV against Cleveland the week before, a game was coming where Cincinnati would bounce back. I mean, this game was finished at halftime. PJ Walker looked awful, but it was the Mixon show. Um, they gave him 22 carries, obviously five, four or five receptions. That's 25 touches a game against Carolina's defense. It's going to be a monster game. Obviously, the touchdowns were, some of them were a bit lucky because I think they, they could have gone elsewhere on the reviews. If I remember one to Tyler Boyd, definitely looked like a touchdown to me. Um, and then Mixon got the one yard after. But it doesn't matter because you started him anyway. It was just a matter of when um, the blow-up came. I think the, the more worrying thing is Higgins hasn't really come through in the in Chase's absence. And it looks like Chase is going to be back after the bye because obviously that would be three weeks or maybe the one after. But it's not – they didn't put him on IR. So um doesn't feel like Higgins has got the same blow-up as Chase, um, whereas people thought he was really going to take off when Chase was off. So um, – a little bit of disappointment there, I would say, for the Higgins terms. Yeah. Rob, anything to add to this? Only that my uh, Terrace Marshall came through. He's looking, uh, he's looking, he's looking good. Um, you know, six, six targets, three receptions. You know, uh, DJ Moore had a bad week. I think, um, I think Andon, Andon's G walk is, uh, you know, an uplift for the offense, but mm-hmm. you know, he can probably only last a game or two when he's back where he is. He's not starting to back for the league. So, it's gonna it's gonna yo yo around. I probably see Sam Darnold come at some point now because he's healthy. But yeah, it's good. It's good. You know, Marshall's the clear outside receiver, um, and DJ Moore's just all over the park. So we'll see. We'll see where um we'll see where it goes. But yeah, um, good usage and continue. I'm not sure why they're starting PJ Walker this week. No, I think um, Darnold. I think should bring Well, they're definitely not gonna start him yet, but. But Baker came in and played really well second half. I don't, I don't know why. Not sure why they're going back to him. Is it because it's a short week or or what? Um, makes no sense. They're going to get 
Baker. He's not on a contract, a long contract. Is he? Can they cut him then? Is he? I think they can, yeah. yeah. I think they can, but he, he looked pretty good, didn't he? 14 to 20 for two touchdowns. I mean, he saved Terrence Marshall's uh, uh, week. He's a fraud. <laughs> He's a fraud. Well, <laughs> there we go. Don't mince your words, Rob. Um, moving on to uh, Green Bay Packers having an absolute near. Oh. Uh, and the Lions beating them to, to add uh, two wins. So, Lions. This, Rob, we'll go to you first. Strong words for uh, for Baker. Continue those strong words for Green Bay. I, w- I won't say Aaron Rodgers because he's, he's been an MVP <laughs> for many years. So, but it, it was it probably his worst game of his career, or, or arguably worst. Um, yeah, it's just a mess. I, I feel sorry. I, a lot of people don't feel sorry for Aaron Rodgers. I, I'm not one of them. I think you know, at the end of the day, the the, the brass, the hierarchy, whatever. Them. They they haven't helped him. They they haven't got him the receivers that he needed. They drafted a rookie that I wasn't high on preseason. Stone hands and unfortunately for Christian Watson, he just hasn't hasn't stayed healthy. They brought in Dobbs. Some people like him. He's my start of the week. Got injured early. He's got no other weapons. So until they can go out and you know, I heard a rumor they actually offered DJ Moore a first uh, first round pick to the Panthers, but I don't know if that's true or not. But they should have brought someone in. Um, it's now a case of I don't even think they'll make the wild cards. They may do. Um, they're certainly not winning the division. So that's that's Vikings. Um, it's just a complete mess. And in the running game as well, obviously Aaron Jones got injured. Um, Dylan didn't do much. But again, both of those guys are good running backs. But this line is bad. The whole team is bad. So it's 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 not going in the right direction. So yeah, sit all your Packers going forward. Unless you know, I mean, if Dylan, if if Jones misses this week, then obviously you've got to start Dylan. And then on the Lions side, um, yeah, you've got to be frustrated with Swift. It's just oh, yeah. you know, two carries. He's a great talent, but he, he, I, I, he's just not healthy, obviously, because he's playing a lot. Obviously, they like Jamal Williams in the goal line. Um, but Swift long-term, you, I, I don't know. You, can you play him on a week-to-week basis? I'm not sure. You know, it's, it's difficult than running yeah. back to drop him. You know, if you're in Dynasty, you've obviously got more options than in redraft. If he's one of your main, you know, first or second main pick, it's difficult to sit him. So, but I don't know what to do with that. It's a shame. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, so Swift, I, I, yeah, I said last week, I don't know if he's one of those names where if he's active, you're starting him. You seem to think so. But there was warning signs there for me. I, to be fair, though, he nearly got in. He was down there at the one, uh, one stage, and I thought, right, they'll just give it to him again. Nope, out came uh, Jamal Williams. Um. Uh, yeah, but the Packers, I, I, I just can't believe what I'm watching. Really, uh, it, you know, for years I've watched the Packers. Obviously, with Rogers, he looks com- in complete control. Doesn't really matter with the guy out there with him, but he, he's just fallen apart completely. And I think you can target Green Bay now. You know, any defense against Green Bay, um, you could target throwing three interceptions uh, against Detroit, uh, another sack two forced fumbles, you know, the Detroit defense threw up 13 in a game where this was supposed to be the Packers getting back to normal. Um, I don't think you start any Packers. Um, you're going to start Jones. You're going to start Jones, but the, the thing is, they got Dallas this week and, you know, he's 50-50 with, with an injury. That That's going to be the biggest decision of people's week this week is whether to start Aaron Jones or not. Yeah, we did mention Alan Lazard and he had a, if he stays healthy, then, you know, He's got to be a, a high-end wide receiver too. Is just 
usage of attempt targets, AD fantasy mm. points. So it was a very good game yeah. for him. But, That's a good point. Yeah. Sorry, but they're, not, but they're not. But they're not. Well, I missed it. So they're not. They're um. Yeah, but you're not. You're not feeling calm. No. No, absolutely. Moving on. Uh, I would the... say Saint Saint Brown's a nice buy for Detroit because he. I'm just looking at his usage now. He's cre- creeped up to ten targets and nine targets, and uh, he hasn't produced anywhere near what he's normally producing. So um, I think he's a good buy low. Yeah, last season he uh, he came through towards the end. Let's see if he does it again. Raiders not having a good time, but they finally realised he saw the ball with Devante Adams. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, Rob, we'll go to you first on this one. Uh, Jags winning it. Yeah, I, I didn't see a lot of this game. I think um, I just watched Devante Adams highlights of the first twenty minutes on Red Zone, just collecting, you know, pass after pass, uh, throwing up by twenty odd. But um, yeah, the, the the Jags luckily got you know they finally got a win. Um, they've always been quite competitive. I think um, it's back to the Travis Etienne show. Um, you know, they 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 really you. I'm surprised about the usage. Really. I mean, I know I've always typed him as a good talent, but he was always a bit light, um, and you wouldn't expect to get so many carries in the passing game. But they are—they're just—they're throwing—they're throwing him everywhere. You know, he's getting 28 carries. That's Derek Henry-like workload. Um, my only concern for that is obviously breakdown. Um, but you know, 25 points—he's a must. He's probably the one for the rest of the year if he stays healthy. Very close. Um, but that sort of usage. So, so really good for him. Uh, Christian Kirk was a bounce back week. He's a real funny player to act to, to sort of analyze because he has these sort of games now and again. Um, he's always targeted, you know, he's always getting his targets, but it, it's just, um, it doesn't seem to get any, I suppose, separate, you know, he's not a, a downfield type receiver. Um, now he's more of a, you know, on the line, but he got a touchdown. So he had a strong week. Um, and then obviously on the Raiders side, I mentioned Bandai Adams is and Derek Carr um, no one's got the confidence to play Derek Carr but he obviously had a better week this week and um, and just uh, and then finally on Josh Jacobs you know he, not a great week for him still had the usage on the, on the floor on, on the carries but um, uh, not that many catches so yeah a bit of a cooling off period for Jacobs I think he probably was a real sell high last week mm. um, but it just yeah I, I haven't seen their schedule but from them I don't think it was that wonderful. So uh, I probably if you still got a chance to, to to sell him. Probably look at doing that. But um, yeah, it's just a little bit. Yeah, Tony. Nothing to add really, except for I did see Etienne hobbling right at the end. So I'm talking about breakdown. His last carry, I think it was his last carry. He started limping. I thought, well, hang on a minute, you've just given 30 touches, so what do you expect? Um, but, but yeah, that, that is a good good one to watch. Uh, and, yeah, I kind of agree with Jacobs. He's, they've lost they've lost their way. They've lost their identity a little bit of the rate Vegas. I wonder if Darren Waller missing has changed what they do because Jacobs the last couple of weeks has looked, looked a little bit different. I don't know if they've changed the way. You know, and Adams had the up-down game. They, they feel like a very... Um, Especially with Daniels coming from you know Patriots, they feel like the methodical team. And if they if one piece is missing, then they might struggle because Rowe hasn't stepped up in Waller's absence. So um, don't know how much that affects the offense. We'll see next week when he's back. Yeah, indeed. Um, the Colts continue to uh, 
be a mess. Uh, New England minus 26 3. Uh, Patriots defense getting a, a hell of a score. Um, Tony. Start on this one. Yeah, so this is the this is the game that I, I looked at last week, and I thought I wanted I wanted zero players in this game. I didn't care what their names were. Um, there was no one I dropped Pittman, not dropped him, but I sat him in one league. Um, I was happy to go against a couple of these players in in our main league when I saw them. I was like, they were in the lineup, but this this felt like a really horrible game. A backup quarterback who hasn't showed anything away to New England. It was in New England, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was definitely away. Yeah. Um, it just felt like Belichick's going to just sort it out and then run, run, run off the back of Stevenson. But actually, you can't run against um, Indianapolis either. So we saw that. We saw the struggles there. Both teams' punters were on the field a lot. <laughs> uh, and then obviously, you've got the defensive touchdown, which took New England defense over the top. It, it's, it's worry signs of both these offenses. I think you both can target both defenses against them. Although, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Colts defense because they're actually a really good unit. Uh, I, you know, picked them up and started them this week for that reason. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can play anyone. Uh, Jacoby Myers is probably the biggest name on there, and Pittman. Um, those two, you know, in PPR, I'd probably give him another look. So, so Myers has been getting his receptions from Mac Jones. Indianapolis play a lot of zone, we talked about that. Um, and they play cover two, which means the linebackers drop in the zones where Jacoby Myers usually crosses the field. Much better crosser in man coverage. You know, someone like that who's quick and can get you know across the field like that. If you're crossing into someone's zone, you really need a quarterback to fit in there. Mac Jones isn't that guy, so you know, he's going to target Myers against man coverage. That's quite clear. Um, and we saw that against Colts. Um, but yeah. Stevenson, you're playing him, and uh, I don't think you should start any running backs from Indianapolis Colts until they sort out the quarterback situation, or we see something from these new offensive coordinators, whoever they're calling plays for now. I don't know who it is. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the new employees. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Just play the Madden, no Madden, Madden calls. Yeah. Madden calls. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Exactly. Rob, anything to add on there? No, only that Stevenson is a must. He's a must start running back the rest of the season for as long as he stays healthy. He's taking the job. Yeah, um, moving on to a bit of a shock result then. Although the, the Jets have been playing well, I don't think anyone um, saw beating the, the Bills, but they did. Um, Rob, we'll go to you first. Talk about this one. Yeah, so the Bills have struggled the last couple of weeks. Um, Allen's come off a little bit off his usual elite, um, elite best, but you know, he still had a good game. Obviously, injury has been on Twitter for the last few days. How serious it is. And I see that Stefan is going to be okay or some slight jokes or something. So, obviously, he's looking good. But, um, but yeah, the Bills themselves, I think, um, I, you know, obviously, Diggs is a must start every week. He didn't have his best game, but he still had commands the targets. Gabe Davis, I've always been off Gabe. You know, I mean, I was very uh, early doors in Dynasty. I, I picked him up a lot of places when he was like a fourth round pick in drafts. But now, you know, he, he's just not, he's a boom or bust wide receiver three is, is the answer for that. I think there's a lot of people out there still think he's a, a wide receiver two with one upside. He's not. Um, and his usage is showing that. I think that harm, perception, perception. Again, he's not a big fan of Gabe Davis. Um, not a great separator. So, 
But yeah, so he, he you know, he, he's probably taken a bit of a, uh, an L. Uh, and then on the Jets side, well, you know, what to do with Zach Wilson? Um, you know, as long as they're winning games, he's going to play. So, you know, he, he, he didn't even muster 10 points. I've got him in one or two places. It's frustrating because he did some great throws and then he just did some clown throws. But um, he was a little bit more, he was a bit more reserved this week. You know, he wasn't throwing the, the interceptions like he did last week. Um, but it's clear to see that it, his main man is, is um, Garrett Wilson and, you know, Dynasty again and draft. Wilson's probably, this Garrett Wilson's probably an every week starter going forward. Just usage he's getting. Um, and obviously they brought Denzel Mims in. I don't know what's happened to Elijah Moore. They completely just, I mean, uh, you know, we can go on, you'd probably spend a whole hour on that, but I don't understand why he's still on the team then if they, if they didn't want to They're winning. Him. Yeah, yeah, but they're not even using. Why is he going? I know. I would refuse to play. I mean, his miles are just. Well, he did. He kind of did at one stage, didn't he? If you remember on Twitter, Uh, and then he realised he wouldn't get paid if he didn't do that. (laughs) His best bet is, yeah, he's just got to get at the end of the season and and, um, demand trade or or get cut because you know someone will pick him up if does get cut. But it's just Mm -hmm. so so frustrating, Um, and the offense is not going to improve for as long as they're winning games. Strange game, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, this is. I'm not going to say, you know, that I I said this, but Singletary and Cook. Cook was in the first first snap. If you remember this game, I don't know if you watch Red Zone. Cook, he only got 23 snaps on it, but he he. I was watching carefully because everyone was hands off Cook. All right, okay, Singletary's in, and Hines is there now. And, and James Cook got dropped in every league, every single league I was in. As soon as Hines signed, and you just do not draft a player in the second round to sit him for the whole season. He's going to get his chance, and I think he ramps up. Um, and he was in on the first couple of snaps, and Singletary owners were like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Obviously, when the game got competitive, proper competitive, you know, they trusted Singletary more. But I think I think Cook is going to have a look at the end of the season, and it was nice to see him on the field because he has got he is explosive, man. You know, I I took a good look at his um. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember when, before they signed Hines. I was looking at Cook, and he, he when he's in space, he does look like his brother when he's running through those uh, through those gap schemes. He's obviously a lot smaller, but I think they give him a shot back end this year. So it was nice to see. Um, I completely agree with you, with Gabe Davis. His cell window's gone. Um, people know what he is now, and if you don't, then they should really. Um, and uh, yeah, it's interesting to see James Robinson is the other point I had. Carrying the same amount from Michael Carter, um, Carter got a big, looked like a blown, not blown coverage, obviously, but blown blocking assignment from Buffalo Bills, and that led to a 46 yard. Uh, uh, take that away, and all of a sudden, Robinson's game is a lot better. So um, they split pretty evenly, 12 to 13. So I'll be keeping an eye on that going forward. Chat. Yeah, um, moving on then to the uh, to the Vikings, a team that uh, you guys are called. I- Specifically, of, of looking very good. Uh, beating Washington, got the seven and one. So many will go to you first on this one. Yeah, so this was one of the, one of the games I was looking forward to as well. So uh, Washington actually got up in this game, um, and they looked pretty comfortable. I we we saw what happened with that referee uh, falling over and taking out a player for the Vikings. But at, when that touchdown went in, they they should have closed this game out, Washington. Um, and they couldn't because they can run the ball against a very good defense. I mean, Minnesota's defense is is very good against the run. Um, Robinson only managed maybe three and a half yards of carry. 
surprisingly Gibson didn't come through on his receptions. I thought he'd have a lot more receptions than that, but he didn't. Um, and I think the Vikings are for real. I, I called it last week with you, Matt. I said they'll be in the NFC title game. Um, and this was a, this was one of those games where you could see everything coming together, really defense and offense exploding at the end. So the one thing to look at here is Hawkinson, obviously nine nine receptions for a tight end. Um, and that's killing, obviously, uh, KJ Osborne or Adam Thielen. Now you're looking at what they're getting. Uh, Thielen's still got seven receptions, but I, th- I think that's going to come down if Hawkinson continues. Osborne got two, and he was catching a few earlier days, so that's gone. Um, so, you know, is Hawkinson the final piece of that offense uh, from one game? It looks like he is taking him over the top. Yeah, Rob, anything to add on that? Yeah, just just finally on that on that point with Hawkinson, I, I'm not a big, I've never been a big believer in Hawkinson and the Lions, but I think this is looking, this is reminding me a little bit of the Chiefs where they're just going, you know, the Kelsey Hill times where now it's going to be Jefferson, Hawkinson. So look out mm. for that. That could be the, the concentration targets because Thielen got his last legs and Osborne yeah. hasn't, hit the, hasn't hit the heights that you hoped he could. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like all right, perfect. Moving up to Seahawks and Arizona then. Um, Seahawks winning this one. Well, we'll go back to first on this one. Um, Geno Smith having a very decent points game. Yeah, so this was a high-scoring game. I think in the past, this has always been a, a big scoring game. I can't remember if it was last or it was a Thursday night game. So like 30 points each. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, talk again on Twitter is Kenneth Walker. Rightfully so. He's, he's looking to deal deal. He'll probably and they talk about him and Etienne long term. Um, he just looks more physical. I mean, he's he's a much he's a much better one and two down back uh, than Etienne. Um, but he's also got that explosive. And, and the good thing I liked about it was they used him in the passing game. I think and I just mentioned before that Homer and Dallas that that could hinder Walker's passing game. And and yeah, Homer did obviously have a, a, quite a few third down opportunities, but Walker had his passes as well. So. You know, Pete Carroll said they're still ramping him up, so that's great news. Um, he's the sort of guy where Touchwood is more stronger than Etienne, so he can, you know, obviously handle the 20, 26 carries. But that's what they'll do to the defense is they're gonna they're gonna wear them down over time, and then in the last quarter, when Walker um, up the middle. Um, so yeah, really good for him. Um, Metcalf and Lockett, you know, both had uh, both had decent games, both had touchdowns. It's just a good offense, you know. Like I think we all said it wasn't going to be, um, and we were wrong. <laughs> they are a good offense, and and I think Antonio mentioned a couple of weeks ago about Seattle. Their defense is for real. Um, uh, I, I mean, the only other team that I think have got a better defense at the moment that I like that I've seen is Baltimore, which was you know, probably come on to, but um, but Seattle looked good. Arizona, though, um, you know, Kyler Murray's a mess. Um, I, I, you know, a lot of people are saying Kingsbury's going to be fired and maybe bring in Frank Wright. To help work with Murray, which was really good, because um, he's obviously a talented runner. Um, but I just wonder the way this offense is going. And you know, you see him arguing on the sideline. It's it's, mm. it's, quite, it's it's funny, but they they just haven't got their um, they just haven't got something's not right there. I mean, Hopkins obviously had good usage. Rondell Moore, I was wrong on Rondell Moore. I think I had him as a sit. You know, I, again, got to put in perspective with Rondell Moore. He's never he's, he's not. He's, he's, he's working, he's operating too much on the line of scrimmage. So his, his receptions are great in PPR format, absolutely. But in, you know, half and non, it, you know, how many times is he going to break a big run um, at five foot six, five foot seven? 
and on the line. I, I, I don't see it the way they're skiing. But, but yeah, he had a good game. So, yeah. Yeah, Tony, anything to add? Uh, I mentioned James Connor's return. So he was, I mean, I plugged him in. I'm surprised they came above 70% of snaps. He actually looked really good. 6.43 a carry, and he was breaking a few. Now, I, I, if you remember the game against Philadelphia when he got hurt, that was his best game. And he got hit on a really long play again. Um, I, I, I think he he could easily take his normal position back, um, which is basically you know uh, run up the middle, but also the goal line back. I don't I I I've got him in one league in our main league, and I'm I threw him in because obviously he's back in. But I was surprised at how good he looked in this game um, against a good defense as well. And if they're around the goal line. Because Hopkins is back. This is the first time I saw Connor and Hopkins together on the field for ten weeks. Um, I think I think he could have some positive touchdown regression coming if, like you said, about if they get their kind of act together and get in the red zone more. So that wouldn't surprise me if he is a buy low. I've seen on Twitter that he's a buy low. Um, I'm not sure I'd go there yet, but at least he's in the RB two conversation, which it didn't look like he was at the start of the season. I don't know when Brown's coming back either. I'm not, I'm not, that's going to He'll be after the bye. He'll be after the bye. Yeah, It'll be week 14 at the absolute earliest. Um, from what I've seen. Is that the Chase is not an IR. So I, th- I yeah, think no, Chase will be back. <laughs> I mean, I got Chase a lot of places. You, no, I, think... no I, I really think Chase will be back soon because they, they could have elevated. They've lost. The thing is with Bengals, they would have put him on IR quickly because they got so many injuries. And Basically, having him, having him not on IR is taking away. Yeah, they always, out. Them, they always make those mistakes with these teams. They never put them on IR when they should be on IR and vice versa. So, no, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just going back to, to Brown. I, Definitely yeah, be before saying, Chase. Yeah, whenever he comes back, it's just a case of, you know, does that help then Kyler and, and they sort themselves out? It might be too late by then because they might be ready for five, yeah. three, six. Three and six, but they got the Rams next week, and they're a mess. So let's see what happens. Yeah, well, perfect segue because we're moving on to the Rams. Two teams that oh. were desperate for a win, and uh, Brady got it last minute. So yeah, um, well, we'll go to you first. Tampa Bay Rams. Yeah, what a dreadful game. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it's, it's so it's so weird, isn't it? How how two teams who were, you know, if you go back a year ago or even two years ago. For, especially for the Tampa, Tampa Bay, they just you know same sort of players, but they're just a complete mess. I mean, obviously the lines have changed. Both, I think they 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 talked about that on TV that they uh, Jensen, I think it is for the Tampa line, and never uh, they lost. So yeah, it was a dreadful game. No, none of them could move the ball. I think Brady still looks good though. I mean, I mean all this talk about he's, he's washed up. He's, he's he's not the same player anymore. I don't I don't I don't believe. It's his receivers let down, especially Mike Evans. I mean, the guy's always half injured and playing. He reminds me of Julio. You know, you play every when Julio used to play every game. You know, he always limping around, but still makes plays. But Evans is just dropping too many balls. I mean, you know, mm. he's he's done it a few weeks in a row, and it's costing people with obviously Mike Evans. And obviously Godwin hasn't stepped up. He's not right. Clearly, hasn't recovered fully from his his injury. Um, Usage is very good, you know. He's having ten looks, but yeah, but they're all short. Stre- yeah, they're not stretching the field with him at all, which means he's uh, not he's not releasing. He's not hundred percent. Yeah, right yeah. This has gone a bit. So yeah, so it's you know you could see Odell Beckham. I heard rumors of him 
could be at Tampa. That might be a nice weapon, but again, he's coming off a big injury. Has he got his burst still? But Brady needs something to help him. Obviously, going about K-Bob, uh, his tight end save in the end. But this team, yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit of a mess. Um, and obviously, the running backs, the usage of Fournette and White, it's still a split. I heard this week that they're going to use White more. But again, the line's not good enough. Um, he's got more, you know, from the eye test, he's got more explosive Fournette, but great trust Fournette. So, as long as he's healthy, that, that isn't going to change. And then Rams. And- I, I disagree with that. I think it's R- okay. Rashad White. Rashad White is going to take off after the bye. Won't be this week in Germany. They go to Seattle. After the bye, I think it's Rashad White time. They make the switch. But do you think yeah, you- that will that be dependent on the record, though? Because obviously they're. Yeah, well, I think I think they've got a shot, shot at Seattle to go five and five this week in, in Germany. Like I said, so who knows what's going to happen over there? Um, if they go to five and five, so okay. So what you're saying is, if it's five and five, they stick with format after the bye. Well, yeah, if they win, if they win. Well, yeah, if they're winning, then they're not going to change. They're not going to change, are they? I think it, they're only going to bring White in if they if they like four six four seven, and even then, he's not a good block. He, he doesn't block very well compared to Fournette. So as long as Brady's playing, that's never going to change. I mean, they can say all the, say all you like about the usage. It, when there's key get key matchups, Brady wants Fournette to block. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's not, it's not as clear cut as something like, you know, when we talk about Kenneth Walker and Penny. Oh yeah. Healthy, yeah you know, everyone can see that yeah. Walker's going to come through because he's, he's a round two pick. White. So this is, the funny thing is, the more work that Rashad White takes off Leonard Fournette, the more less like, the less likely he is to get injured. Because if yeah, Fournette had yeah. a full workload, sure. like someone like Walker, he'd be going down by now. It's week ten. I mean, you know, usually Fournette's out for an ankle injury around this time. Um, but because Rashad White's taking 40 percent of the snaps, Fournette's actually looking healthy. So yeah, it's a bit of a catch twenty two situation there. But I think Rashad White's definitely the more talented back. Um, maybe not in past pro. I probably haven't looked at that close enough. Um, if you've seen that, that's, fine. that's fair enough. But definitely between the tackles and probably catching the ball as well. He's out in space quicker. Yeah, he's definitely explosive. Um, Fournette's on his last, you know, yeah. on his last legs. And then, I know we, we didn't really talk about the Rams, but they're, they're, they're all six other than Cooper. Yeah, but we knew that anyway. Yeah. I mean, I dropped Henderson in our league. No one else was starting any Rams. Higby hasn't been grid for a couple of weeks. I think I think that was pretty set in stone that the Rams are all sits, including the quarterback as well. He, which is weird because he's got cut, cut as a receiver, but you can't start Stafford, can you? I don't know. No, how do you feel? Yeah, no, the same. I don't know Stafford. I mean, eight, getting nine nine and a half points this week um, mm. in some mats, but it it was a low scoring game. I I think Stafford. He's he's not he's not finished. I think uh, if people say, I, I think the line's not helping him. Um, the scheme has certainly changed, but but yeah, he's still a good quarterback, I think Stafford. But he's just not um, he's not ele- the teams are not elevated. He's not elevating them. They're not elevating him. But overall, yeah, you can't you can't trust any. Uh, yeah, right. Titans then. Uh, Titans versus the Chiefs. Mahomes, Derek Henry, and Kelsey all got great points. Who do you? Tell me, go to you first. <laughs> Titans, what, oh, this is a great game. This was, I, I mean, forget about the quarterback for Will, you know, Titans and the, the fact that they didn't throw. It was close all the way to the end. You know, I went into overtime away to Kansas City. I, I was glued to the seat watching this. This was a 
good, good old-fashioned game. I, what I didn't like, I, I don't like watching the Chiefs. They, I've just seen another um, game for the Chiefs be flexed at the, at the Sunday night game. They are on TV a lot, to be honest, and it's because Mahomes is throwing so much. But they, they're a little bit like, ugh, I, I don't know how to describe the Chiefs. Um, you know, thinking about football and soccer, if you like, back in the day, Barcelona, they, you would always watch them. They were always very methodical, tick, tick attacker, whatever. And and that's how it is with the Chiefs. I don't get, I don't feel that excited watching them. Um, so I'm a bit gutted they're on prime time again. But you know, uh, they all took their turns. Juju, Kelsey, um, the running backs. You can forget about. Oh, they're going to all be dropped in my opinion. Every single one of those. Um, although I did say last time the Titans defense is for real as another one. So Titans, Seattle, and Minnesota, the three that I highlighted, and they 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 just cannot be run against. They talked about them. Simmons and a few of those up front. Aubrey, I think, was the other one. Um, the linebackers are lightning fast. I think one of them went down, though. I can't remember his name. But, you know, I, I put a fair bid into them. Someone else bid for them quite high, so I was quite chuffed to get them this week because I think they're for real. Those, that Titans defense uh, looks really good. But, yeah, Willis will be, as soon as uh, Tannehill's back, Willis will be back to the bench. He didn't show enough um, with his arm, for sure. Obviously, keep the defense honest with his legs. But to be honest, Tannehill can do that as well you know, when he's healthy, at least. Um, and I'm surprised that Henry didn't have more of the work when it was um, when I was watching it in the second and third quarter. He was on the bench. You know, the camera went to Henry a lot, and he was just like, "What, what am I doing on the bench?" Um, a lot of the time, especially in a close game or when they were up. But uh, it came back to bite them in the end. And uh, the Chiefs just they just find a way. Yeah, I'm not a really real big, big fan of the Chiefs, to be honest. No, Rob, go on. No, I think I think the reason for that, um, for the Chiefs' excitement, is I think it's just because the Tyreek Hill's not there anymore. I think the the, the deep ball has certainly gone gone away yeah. from the Chiefs. It's more dink and dong. Yeah, and also he looks at his twenty yards in the field is probably his max. Yeah, yeah and also it's not it's not great for it's not great for fantasy as well, then, is it? Because, you know, um, MVS last week, I thought this was going to be an MVS week because of the air yards. But actually, Mahomes doesn't really care about all that. He's just going to get the first down. And he'll run, he ran a lot more in this game um, than ever before, I think, that I've seen him anyway. Um, and they just move the chains and they're just, yeah, they, they, they don't give the other team enough time on the field. That's my uh, that's my gripe with them. No. I think we said CA. I think CH was on my six again. He's probably, I, you know, if it's in a shallower ten team league, he's, a, he's, a, he's just dropping. Drop. Um, Drop. In twelve team, probably got a because running back is such a scarce position. But Henry, just on just finally on the comment on that, I I think he was in he was knocked up a little bit in the week. I think he had a problem with his ankle. Oh yeah, good worried. point. So yeah. it may be just a case of they had to just ease him off a little bit because they're looking like they're going to win the division. Um, or certainly be well up there. You know, they they, they went five in a row before for that game. Um, and Brave does a great job as a coach, and that's why the defense is coming together. Yeah, and, and they got Denver at home this week, so they're looking strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on then to the final game, uh, the Ravens versus the Saints. Ravens winning this one. Um, Kenyon Drake scoring well in terms of fancy points. Uh, Rob, we'll go to you first. Yeah, so I mentioned a couple of games ago. Um, when we were doing when we were talking just now, Baltimore was my other defense. Defense, yeah, Seattle, wasn't it? But um, they look really good now, really strong. Starting to get all, some players back. 
But their time of possession, I think when Antonio mentioned about the Chiefs, their time of possession for Baltimore is phenomenal. Um, and they're going to they're gonna be a dark horse to win, you know, to, to, to reach potentially a Super Bowl if they get everything out. The only problem they've got is obviously they haven't got many receivers, but they don't really need it because Lamar runs everywhere. They've got the scheme where they can use Drake, and that's why Drake has such a big game. And Drake's come out and said, you know, the, the lanes are there for him when, when you're playing with Lamar. So big, big game. But their time of possession, is, is, is I can't remember it was. It was like eight or eight or nine minutes a drive. Um, mm. So if they do that, you know, and they're up, if you haven't got the ball, you can't win the game. So they're they're a real danger for anyone they play late in the division. And their and their schedule is you know they got a bye week, and then I think they come back and they've got they've got some real easy games on paper. Um, so they could end up being something like ten or eleven and three in a few weeks' time. So, but yeah, you know, for, from a fantasy element, you know. Jackson's still not getting it done though, so I don't I don't know what to say. Jackson, sixteen points again. I think when I said it a, week, a few weeks ago that he was a buy, you still got to buy him buy low in dynasty. But I don't know. It's it's weird. He's obviously the weapons are not there now, so his his passing yards are always going to be hindered. I think Mark Andrews obviously out is a big is a big loss. That's like huge. He, yeah, That's like huge. Try, yeah, like you tried to step up, and I like like you know long term he's going to be a good player, but. um yeah, Mark Andrews does obviously make a difference, but um, but obviously Bateman's gone. Even though he didn't do much, he took the deep threat. He was the more of the deep threat as well, so it opened it up a bit for Jackson. So I don't know. Mark Andrews, they got the bye week now, so they'll all come back strong. Obviously, long term, you know, you're still going to play Lamar in the playoffs. He probably have a couple of big games and win some, a win a week or a title or whatever it might be. Um, and then the Saints, you know, <laughs> at the moment again, they're another strange team. Why they continue to use Dalton, I don't know. Um, you know you well, is, it, is this is this the time? Well, after I that so. game. I, well, I'm not saying Winston's a good quarterback; he's not. But they spent two years, you know, training him, prepping him, all you know, ready for when Breeze left to play him. Obviously, got injured, and then obviously Dalton come in. But you know, what? Why spend all that time to play a player now that Dalton, everyone knows Dalton? You know, he's he's on his he's a journeyman; he's on his last legs. He hasn't got long in the NFL. And yet they're still not playing Winston. Obviously, that's affecting Olave. Um, I think mm. if we went back a few weeks ago, Olave was um, was tremendous with with Winston. He was going to him all the time. But obviously, I think um, what's his name? He, Dalton had one good week with Olave, peppered him, but he did pepper him this week. But he's just it's not working. And and obviously got no other weapons. The run game didn't work in this one. They'll have easier matchups, of course. But you know, it's only Kamara and Alava you can start with confidence. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, and uh, Taysom Hill can be dropped. Uh, he's not on the field enough. You're, you're banking on. Uh, they got Adam Trackman back now as well, a tight end. So I don't even know if his snap percentage will go up. But um, you know, that experiment's gone. It looks like, although you know, he's a great best ball player. Um, Kenyon Drake. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens when Gus. Edwards comes back because I think I think Gus is just a lot better runner than Kenyon Drake and I just think Drake goes back to the he might be a perfect handcuff I don't think they even split work it'll be if but Gus is, is ready it'll be Gus and then Justice Hill coming in the third down role and Drake just becomes that um, complete handcuff but yeah if Roberto's right their defense is looking strong they will become a running team which which takes away you know the likes of, you know, starting them anyway, but Robinson, Duvernay, Bateman even before, 
You know, even if he was now fully fit, I don't think you could start Bateman because they, they're going to be a running team and a defense team. And that's where they've had the most success in the, the, the rest of the the years gone by. They've got Carolina, Jacksonville, Denver, just, just to say Roberto's uh, schedule, and Pittsburgh coming up. Oh, Carolina, mean. Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh. They, no, that's no, a win no, across no, the no, board. No, no, yeah, exactly. So that's four or five things there. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, um, put your money on the Ravens good. to get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Well, <laughs> or at least the they, championship game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bills and Chiefs. Bills and Chiefs will still be there. It'll depend on Josh Allen. As uh, I don't think has any news come out yet. As he was he? Still nothing. Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, thanks as always. Great insight. Um, plenty of stuff for people to unpack there. Uh, we'll be back Friday for stats and sits. Let's uh, um, maybe discuss some of last week's hits and misses. Um, and then... Uh, and to yeah. discuss the Thursday night game. Don't forget that, oh, that amazing game. Absolutely. Back to those Thursday night bangers that we've, uh, we all come to love. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to you both again, 1A and 1A, uh, for, all the, uh, for all the hot takes. And just to check, claim throw is a technical term, right, Rob? Yeah, the court of that, yeah, fine. So, yes, okay, yes. fantastic. You'll find that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brilliant. Cheers, gents, and thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you on Friday. And that's it for another episode of Play Action Pass. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, if you like this episode, please do follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen on, uh, and you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Play Action Pass and our website PlayActionPass.co.uk. We're always releasing. Uh, new video content uh, and tons of new content to so check out the feed check out the website uh, and we're actively trying to improve all of our content so please do play to us on twitter let us know your thoughts uh, anything we can do to improve anything you like what you want to see more of all of your questions uh, and we'll answer those on the show or we'll answer them on the feed depending on their agency um, to reach out to us individually find tony at light type 7 rob at team best 10 and me at matt on twitter like I said, send us your questions. We'll answer them on the next episode. Or if it's super urgent, we'll get back to you on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening and support.